Uh, Did my, you have your two religion jeans on by the pool? Dead. Me saying I'm married doesn't actually mean anything. They've been empowered to think that their thoughts matter, and there's nothing worse you can do to a teenager. <laughs> Hello and welcome. We are back. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com, episode 49. I am your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you're here. Stoked you're joining us. Stoked you are participating in the program. Even the people that clearly don't get what we're trying to do, like when we post a very obvious picture on Facebook and then people comment on exactly what it is, like we didn't know what it was. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Like it. Take a look because we posted a funny promotional picture that some people clearly did not understand. Um, the housekeeping news. A couple things going on. Next week is Thanksgiving. I, be- I think we're going to, as a show, we're going to take that week off because a lot of you aren't going to listen. You guys are going to be doing family stuff and whatnot. So, uh, you know, the show goes up usually on Thursday, which is Thanksgiving Day, when you'll be getting drunk. I'll for sure be getting drunk and watching football and eating food. So um, we're going to skip next week. I know that bums you guys out, uh, but that's, you know, just give us a break. We, give- we do this every week. Uh, also, Preview coming up, as most of you know, December 19th is it's marked on everybody's calendar. It's a great historical anniversary. Everyone knows that December 19th commemorates the 30th anniversary of the All-Valley Karate Tournament. Who could forget? Um, and we here at The Baller Lifestyle certainly haven't forgotten, and we are going to do a special – we're trying to put together a special episode that week, an all-Karate Kid episode to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the All-Valley Karate Tournament. It will be myself, as always, of course, Ed Daly, Fancy Sauce will join us, and two special guests in our roundtable. Hopefully, we have confirmed media icon, Mr. Automatic, Jason Stewart will be involved, and also efforting to book my radio benefactor, Travis Rogers, to join us for, he knows a lot about the Karate Kid too, so hopefully he can make it. We're going to do an in-studio, out-of-studio, remote for those people that are across the country, Um, but we're going to do a big All-Valley Karate Kid Tournament episode to, or all, yeah, yeah, All-Valley Karate Tournament episode to commemorate that anniversary. So be excited about that. Uh, I am. Uh, today on the show, a lot going on in sports. The Patriots, uh, another Twitter backlash story as the Patriots wanted to celebrate their millionth follower with a hashtag. Hashtag? Wow. Uh, the, pa- the Patriots wanted to celebrate their millionth Twitter follower with a hashtag and um, it, it blew up in their face, as all of these Twitter um, efforts do. So we'll talk about that. Uh, you guys remember Chuck Knobloch? You shouldn't. I mean, you if you do, it's because he's one of those guys that, like, at some point forgot how to throw to first base. Like a third grader just suddenly couldn't throw the ball to first base. Like, that's what you should know about Chuck Knobloch. Uh, well, he's he's back. Apparently, he has a Twitter account. More shockingly, people follow him on Twitter, and he said a whole bunch of nonsensical dumb stuff. So we'll review that. And I like it when the field is equalized. Like, there's certain things. Like, I couldn't tackle Marshawn Lynch. I couldn't outrun Usain, Usain Bolt. I couldn't beat him in a race. But if you level the playing field a little bit, if you make it a more even contest, maybe I could Maybe I could beat Usain Bolt at something. Maybe, I mean, I could probably beat Marshawn Lynch at chess. I could probably beat Usain Bolt at chess. I could probably defeat either of those guys in a debate. But maybe there's something in the middle. Maybe there's an athletic contest that 
we could find common ground, and we found that with a great athlete, Lance Armstrong. He tried to compete in something and quit, and I for sure would not have quit. I could have defeated him in this easily, and we'll talk about that. Um, Also, holidays are coming up. We talked about the All-Valley Karate Tournament, of course, the anniversary. A lot of stuff going on for the holidays, and when you think of the holidays, you probably think of like putting up lights, decorating the tree, maybe roasting a goose. Well, in the Netherlands, they have a different tradition. They celebrate the holidays with a jolly tradition of overt racism, and we will talk about that. And, of course, uh, one last story that we'll get to today. The mastermind hacker that was on the FBI's most wanted list, he was the most wanted cyber criminal in the world, and he was busted by his cat. So we will definitely talk about that. And then, of course... Fancy Pop. Fancy's got all sorts of stories to talk about. Uh, Bill Cosby's a rapist. There's all sorts of interesting stuff happening in the world of pop culture that she's going to bring to the show. Uh, So can't wait for that. But until then, before we get to all that, we got to get the show started. A lot going on, and we can't do it alone. We got to do it with our man, Hoboken's Finest Sandwich, guy that buys Natty Light for homeless guys. Of course, I'm talking about Ed Daly. Spartan Ed Daly, how you doing, Ed? I'm doing well. I love I love that that homeless guy and I are just forever linked. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're you're basically your your brothers. You're, it's like you fought a war together. That's right. Or it's like Band of it's brothers. like you guys. It's like you guys went 15 rounds in Zaire. Uh, I'm happy to say he was not outside today, which is good because it's 30 degrees right now. So yeah. I would have is been it- really bummed. Isn't Hoboken like one square mile? It's like a really small town, right? One square mile, birthplace of baseball and Frank Sinatra. Yeah, so it's like you probably see a lot of the same people all the time. Right, so obviously I'm very pleased that my buddy who looks like Jesus is not outside on a cold night like tonight. Yes, that is good. <laughs> what if, well, if you were going to buy him something warm, like maybe you get him a pint or something. Does he? Is he exclusive to beer? Yeah, well, what are you saying? I give him a hot toddy. Yeah, like well, do you buy like a whiskey? Oh, like you, like you, maybe you, maybe I send a Saint Bernard his way with a little barrel full of whiskey. Right, right. <laughs> but you you go to the store and maybe you get him like something like Cuddy Sark or Jameson and. He, you come out and give it to him, and he Jameson. it because I mean, like, <laughs> hey, buddy, I was buying him natty, natty lights. I'm yeah, gonna buy him Jameson. <laughs> well, he would, he would probably <laughs> want like Macallan or Lagavulin or what you know, like a. That's right. That would be scotch. great if I asked him, like, "Hey, can I get you something?" And he's like, "Yeah, uh, single malt." Yeah, and like none of that ten years age bullshit. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Twelve and up. Hey, uh, I gotta tell you. And I'm going to brag because, uh, fuck, I might as well brag. Your girl, Spartan race? Girl bought me a beer this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was celebrating the Spartan race, being done with it, and a girl who was shit-faced, and she was mediocre. I mean, she was maybe yeah. a B-, but a B- because she was 23 and gravity hadn't hit. Yeah. But she'll be a C-, you know, once right. once girls like right. that hit 30, like, things yeah. things start fading. She she was like a seven. She was yeah maybe a seven and a half, but like yeah. because she was young and like nothing had fallen, so like yeah, cute enough. I, yeah, yeah. Um, but she was I, I I stayed at a hotel right by Fenway, and so I went out that night and uh, with a buddy before the race. <laughs> what? No, after. after the race. Okay, all right. I'm enjoying yeah. that. I don't have to uh, be in training anymore, and. Yeah. Uh, and she was talking to me, and I was I was with my buddy, and my buddy unfortunately was like the wingman w- with uh, with her gay friend, and so he he's just yes. talking, and she is she is just talking nonstop, and I realized like I I didn't it, I didn't have interest, it wasn't happening, and but I was well, yeah, you, I mean you're married, yeah, so. well I'm married, yes. but like please, <laughs> you you know the divorce rates in this country, like clearly <laughs> me saying I'm married doesn't actually mean anything. Right. But oh, that's yeah, right, yeah. I, I'm not. Yeah, I wasn't interested. But yeah. like, I realized when you're not interested and in talking to a young girl, yes. it is it's true fucking torture. I mean, is yeah. is there is there anything <laughs> yes. worse than talking to a 23 year old girl who has nothing to say? Like nothing. No. 
And it's she the was, worst thing. She showed. She's just started. Like I never once asked her a question, and somehow I saw pictures on her phone of her shooting deer in Texas. Or, oh my or, god! Or whatever the fuck she was shooting. She yeah, was deer. Probably she was ta- talking about frog hunting with some spear. And frog hunting. Yeah, she was. She was talking about because uh, the trivia question on the TV. It was college football, and they were talking about what. Um, oh, oh, no, Texas A and M. Gigum Aggies, and Gigum is, I guess, a term for hunting frogs because TCU. Oh, it is. TCU used, used to be the rival, like you know, seventy-five years ago. Something is like that true? Um, yeah. What are we have many, many Aggie followers here, listeners to our program? Yeah. So that was like the trivia question, and this girl just saw that and just started telling me about the time her dad took her up frog hunting because he didn't have a daughter, and I was like. Holy fuck, this girl won't shut the fuck up. And then she bought me a beer, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll listen for a few more minutes. I mean, she's, Ed, she's boring the shit out of me by proxy. Yeah, oh, terrible. I mean, yeah. you, it doesn't get worse. And I guess she was just talking to me because whatever. I don't know. I, like, yeah. I, I don't know. But she, because you're handsome. But she, <laughs> she bought me a beer, and I was, I was proud of that. And, uh, you, I, I noticed on your Instagram, you're going with sort of a longer do these days. Like you, you, you normally, <laughs> I mean, you've got a healthy head of hair, but you normally keep a nice, close crop, tight haircut. That's what I prefer because I don't, I, I have bad like Pete Rose hair if I don't put anything in it. Right. And, and so, you don't want to fuck with it because yeah. you're a man because you're super hetero. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to be putting product in my hair. Yes, so no. I just, I just <laughs> shave it most of the time. But, yes. but. The missus every once in a while beats me down and tells me to grow it out a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, you, so it's, it's like a winter grow out. Yeah. Um, okay, I, some sad news to report. Oh, Ed, what's up? Does does the name Glenn A. Larson ring a bell? Glenn A. Larson. Mm. Yes. So is that the guy who wrote the Far Side comics? No, that's Gary Larson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Close. Okay. What do we got? Glenn, we rip. Glenn A. Larson, dead at 77. No. Who? More better known to you as the creator of TV's Quincy M.E., Magnum <laughs> P.I. Oh, no. Battlestar Galactica. That's the name. Magnum. Knight Rider. Fall Guy. The what? list goes on. I'll read you from The Hollywood Reporter. Oh, this is Glenn hard. A. Larson, the wildly successful television writer-producer whose enviable track record includes Quincy, Magnum, Battlestar Galactica, Knight Rider, The Fall Guy, has died. He was 77. Uh, he started out as a singer in the four preps, went on to produce shows, um, partnering with Donald P. Belisario to make some of the great shows of all time, including BJ and the Bear, <laughs> The Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo. I don't know that one. Uh, he, he's made, I remember that one, he's made, he made a lot of shows and probably a lot, a lot of money, so... Him, him and Stephen Cannell were our greatest yeah. treasures in the 80s. Right, and Steve J. Cannell has also passed I away, has he, he not? he passed away, like, yeah, five, ten years ago. Yeah, bummer. That's such a bummer. So sad. many great shows in the 80s, so, uh, thoughts and prayers... Yeah, thoughts and prayers, indeed. Glenn A. Larson's family, and I'll, although I'm sure they're all... Stacking chips right now. I'm sure they're dividing that up. <laughs> That's right. That's at right. At this point, I'm sure it's a heavy heart, but maybe not quite so heavy. Some somebody's angling for the condo in Park City. Like somebody's else is like, whoa. What about the villa in Maui? Like, there's there's a lot of that going on right now. I, I'm certain. Yeah, I can guarantee you this. Not everyone is broken up in the family. No, like, there's no. there's definitely a few anglers. Maybe all, <laughs> for- but but definitely a few. Right, I mean, he's you know, there was, probably wasn't expe- unexpected. Right. You know, I'm sure they're very sad, but they're, I'm sure there's a lot of assets to be split up. How, Ed, how was your weekend? Uh, you my weekend was good. I, me, I saw that movie Interstellar. <laughs> it, I, it was a I quick one, right? I think you saw the tweet <laughs> in which I said the good thing about that movie is that at the end, both you and McConaughey are 124 <laughs> years old. It is long. It's very long. It's okay. Like, I don't know. People, the people that really, really love it are like 
probably wrong, and the people that really, really hate it are probably wrong. It's all right. It's like looks pretty cool, but it's super fucking long. Some cool cameos in it. Uh, it's all right. I'd see it. Like okay. wear wear sweatpants. <laughs> bring a pillow. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, bring that that uh, what was that catheter thing that the uh, Viking player got caught with? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to get up and go. Yeah. Bring, bring a bring a condom Diaper. with a tube. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ed. What is going on in the world of sports? What do we need to talk about in episode 49? We're not going to be here next week, so we got to be like, let's put, do a show. Episode 49. We got uh, Ron Guidry. Who else do we have? Wow, that's a reach. Guidry. Uh, yeah, I can't think of I mean, that's a pretty weak number. 50. Now we'll start to get into linebacker numbers. Oh, yeah, that's true. And yeah. some pitchers, I feel like, are in the 50s. Well, Oral Hershiser's 55. Yeah. He of one good year in his career. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. just he of the longest scoreless inning streaks streak in history. This is a pretty Never cr- be pretty crazy streak. Yeah, like as fifty nine and two thirds as, as uh, Kershaw was this year. Like not even close. Yeah, exactly. He had one. He had one into the thirties this year. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, last week the New England Patriots celebrated being the first NFL team with one million Twitter followers. To commemorate the fact that the world is full of front-running assholes, at Patriots pub- publicly thanked their one millionth follower by posting a picture of his Twitter handle inscribed on the back of an Avatar jersey. Uh, one small problem, the Twitter handle was at I hate niggers with two S's. <laughs> the tweet read at I hate niggers... Thanks for helping us become the first NFL team with one million followers. Hashtag one million patriots. How does this, like... <laughs> Brian, like, on the scale yes, of one on. to ten, how shocked are you that a Boston area sports team has a racist fan? Well, I, I just assume that the millionth follower is just like the first 999,999. <laughs> how about the fact that this guy signed into Twitter one day? He's like, I- I'm going to join this Twitter thing. <laughs> yes. And the the original with one Somebody S, already had it. It's like, fuck, taken. All right, do I do I go one? Do I go underscore one? Do I, What do I do? He's like, ah, I'll just go two S's. It's, SS. Yeah. The SS for, for the Nazis. <laughs> Here's the thing, like nobody's counting. It's like when you call in and when the, like a radio station's like, we'll take the 973rd caller. Well, they're not sitting there counting the number of times people call in. They're just going to pick somebody at random and award the gift. And so what, and once they got the millionth follower, they should have like had an employee or something unfollow and then have and then pick the million and first follower. Like no one knows who the millionth follower was. Do you think that guy hit send and like didn't think twice about it? <laughs> it's like whistling. Yeah, no. Somebody gives him a tap on the shoulder. Like, hey, why don't you go ahead and pack everything up? It's just so good that it's that Boston is so well known to be a racist town. We've talked many times about like every Patriots jersey you see. Like you never ever saw Willie McGinnis jersey. No, of course right? not. Right? Yeah, you'd see like Teddy Bruschi, but yeah. never never Vince Wilfork. No, and it's not like they're all of their te- all of their teams in every league were the last team to integrate. <laughs> you know, like that's right. The Celtics were like eighty percent white right. into the nineties. The only dynasty with what? Like they figured out, hey, let's just get all the free agents and do whatever we can to just keep all the best white guys here. Yeah, like they, they everyone hated the best player was Jim Rice forever. Oh, but they hated, hated him. It. They hated him. <laughs> It's like so. I was an so RBI machine. Apropos. RBI machine. They're like, he's no Teddy Ball game, or he's yeah. no Fred Lynn who had one good year. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it's so it's so perfect for the most self-important slash worst sports town there is. And I want to congratulate myself because yes, I I didn't I didn't pussy out there. I I absolutely yes. said the name. He said it, and you know why. Because but. because the great comedian Louis C.K. said, hey, when you say N-word, now you're making me think it. He's like, don't say <laughs> yeah. N-word. That's not fair because now all of a sudden I have that name in my head. So That's I, true. It's not a word you I said, ever – You said it. I'm very, I'm very proud of you yeah. for saying it. If you, I didn't say it, and but if you hadn't said it, I would have had to. You had it better not be in the open. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't. Exactly. I don't want that soundbite. All I'm saying is, I did it so I didn't have to put that name into your mind. If I said I hate n words with an s, then you'd be like, oh, now I got to think the name. So, well, you were just thinking of me and the listeners. You are yeah. a good guy. Ed. I'm a giver. I'm a giver. Yeah. You're, yeah. All right. Okay. What else? <laughs> we talked about that. What else is going on in the world of sports? Ex Minnesota Twin and New York Yankee Chuck Knobloch took to Twitter in the past week and wasn't well received. Uh, first tweet, you know what? Let's pay tribute to all the drunk drivers in the world, all the domestic violent offenders. Yes, me. Is the nation sad? End of tweet. Okay. Then another tweet. We are all sad stories. <laughs> Said Knobloch, who now lives in Houston. He tweeted this just after midnight local time. Quote, I'm guilty. That's it. I will never be guilty of drunk driving. It's sad like everything else. But fucking stand. <laughs> okay. Then next tweet. Up and take responsibility. Done. Cry no more tears. I stand up. It's my fault. End tweet. <laughs> it's unclear what these tweets are referring to, but one could guess it has a little bit to do with his arrest July 23rd for misdemeanor assault after court records allege he smashed his wife Sherry's head into a wall. <laughs> As expected, the tweets from Knobloch went over about as well as his throws over to first on routine ground balls. Knobloch responded to one of those angry responses by insisting, I'm not an asshole. Brian, what's more embarrassing for the city of Houston? The Enron scandal, the Astros record over the last few years, or having Chuck Knobloch call it home? Oh, it's so true. Um, okay, I got a lot of questions here. One... Why is Chuck Knobloch even on Twitter? Yeah, what? Like, if you're a retired ball player, what good could come from being on Twitter? You're a ball player, so by definition, you're not smart. And you're retired. Shame yeah, on any of his followers. Yes, you're retired, so you have nothing to promote. But even worse, what maniacs are following these guys? Who jumps on their computer in the morning and is like, hmm, can't really start my day till I find out what Chuck Knobloch had to say? I, lo- maybe, I love maybe. seeing what athletes some people follow because every once in a while you stumble upon – like every once in a while I'll click on somebody and I'll see the, the athletes they follow. And I think my favorite, like somebody I, somebody had like a bullpen catcher that they were following. And I was wondering <laughs> like what? Because it had a blue check mark. It had the you know the verified. Yeah, verified. I was like, who is this guy? And I looked it up and it, I Googled it and it said, oh, he's the bullpen catcher for like the A's. Yeah, people get way too into their teams. I, I don't think I follow any athletes. I'm pretty sure. I'm 100% sure I don't follow any athletes. I know, like, in the early days of Twitter, like, Shaq was, like, a big Twitter personality. Mm-hmm. Shaq, um, Shaq do- had, I, the, the biggest travesty probably in our country is that people still think Shaq has a personality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He is, he is a guy who was very big and could rebound and dunk the ball. He is a guy who can't do anything else. Well, yeah, they put him on TV, and he was instantly yeah. sussed out. Yeah, He's monotone, and yeah, no, and doesn't take really make on. any salient points. He just kind no. of just repeats what other people say. He's terrible. Yeah, I do. I do follow um, Yasiel Puig on Instagram. He could probably be crazy. Uh, Instagram yeah. is a different thing. For a little while, I was following J.R. Smith because he was posting like crazy pictures. But then, oh, yeah. and but he, then that and got he tries to hook up with broads on. Yeah, that. that got shut down, and so then he just started picture posting pictures of him and his brother playing golf. And I was like, Nah, I'll unfollow. Yeah, that's boring. But yeah, Yasiel Puig's in Japan, and he's posted pictures of himself oh in a kimono God. and like hanging out with a geisha. Oh, that guy! That guy must be yeah, going. He's insane. Ape shit in like hostess bars. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's being hosted over there for sure. Okay, what else? We're talking sports. Sports show a record. Yeah. You know, and this is this is, is this is hard because I'm I'm about to bring up a topic when sports is is arguable. Uh, seven, okay. seven, uh, I, I disagree. Seven time Tour de France champion Lance Armstrong decided to try his hand at a beer mile in Austin recently. I'm talking about the Tour de France part, not the beer mile. <laughs> of course, yes. The man guilty of giving America cycling coverage on SportsCenter for the better part of a decade tried the event which featured runners chugging a beer and running a lap four different times. Armstrong got only one Budweiser down and ran one lap before quitting. Brian, has Lance finally reached rock bottom, 
after only completing one beer? Or is there a Dancing with the Stars appearance still in this future? Yes, for sure. I hope so. Um, okay. That reminded me a couple years ago, I'm staying in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm in Chicago with my buddy catching, with a bunch of buddies catching some games at Wrigley. Yeah. And uh, we get up in the morning. I like take my shower. My buddy's in t- taking a shower and I'm just like sitting there like checking my phone or something. I just gotten dressed, getting ready to go. And my buddy comes out like in his towel and he grabs the, he grabs the TV remote and he looks at me. He's like, points the TV and he goes, Hey man, you mind if I throw on the tour? Oh no, this is a buddy. A friend of mine. And I'm like, I didn't know. I was like a little hungover. I was like, not sure. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, Oh, Oh, the tour, tour de France that's on TV. And he's like, yeah. We throw it on. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, people do watch that's, that. People I know. That's like, a, if that reminds me of, uh, I was dropping my son off at school and some other father goes, hey, did you watch a game last night? This was, uh, I don't know, June or May. WNBA. No, he goes, watch the game last night? I'm like, ah, well, he's probably talking about a local team or maybe it was the Knicks. I, I, or No, it was, maybe, it was during the Rangers playoff run. I was oh, yeah. like, yeah, that was a good win by the Rangers. He's like, no, I was talking about Colombia, Ecuador, or so, something like that. I was like, <laughs> the game? Since what, when does this the game? That's not the game. Yeah, whatever. People have gotten a little uppity <laughs> with soccer lately. Like, soccer used to be like, a, okay, like it's Like a cute it's like little a thing on the sport. side, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like in my face all the time. Like, our, what, what's going on with Arsenal? Right. Yeah. Like, I just feel like people want to be different. I, I think that's it. It's it's yeah. just a different way to to seem like you're ahead of ahead of the game on something. Exactly, and it's it's super boring. Like the games are one to nothing. Yeah. Um, one nil. Excuse me. One but nil. I I I like. I've never heard of these beer runs. I yes. I'd like to try it. Yeah. So say what you will about the guy, but Lance Armstrong is a ridiculous athlete, Ed. So, insane. Look, I didn't. I yeah. didn't say vacated. Seven times because yes. all of those guys are on drugs. Like yes, yeah. yes, it's, he was you, he was you, the best you, at doing it. You can't do that if you're not on drugs. And like that, you, that's you the thing about that. that's the thing about Barry Bonds. Yes, he was doing drugs, but he was the best at it. Yeah, yes, of course. Barry Bonds' shoe size went from like ten and a half to thirteen. <laughs> Reasonable. He was he was doing something. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing better though than knowing that there's an athletic event that I could beat a great athlete. And that at, guy, for sure. yeah, that guy is an insane endurance guy. He made it yeah. 400 meters and a Budweiser and what? 12 ounces and 400 meters? Like, my god, you're from Texas. Like, you're from fucking Texas. Have some dignity. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like the fourth lap, you might be like, I'm not saying it's gonna feel good. It, it's not gonna feel good when you're. When you're, when you are, I mean, even if he's running, I mean, Lance Armstrong's fast, but yes. even if he's running at like a, just a, you know, a fast jog or so, he's still getting that lap done in 80 seconds, like it's yes. 70, 80 seconds, even if he's not like hauling ass. So yeah, Ed, yeah. he's, he's a world-class, like That's he what I'm saying. I'm saying if he's just yeah. jogging it, he's doing it in like 80 seconds and chugging a beer, it's not going to feel great, but, like, how hard is it? Come He's on. a world-class triathlete. He does Ironmans. Right, he just switched He switched to, like, less commercial sports, but he's, yeah, yes. and, like, right after that whole scandal, I remember he went and ran a couple marathons, like, he just, yeah, he can do whatever and, he wants, but not, yes, not drink more than 12 ounces of beer. Yeah, a 12-ounce Budweiser and a quarter-mile jog around a high school track did to Lance Armstrong what the Pyrenees could not <laughs> Like, I feel like that would be pretty easy. Like, drink a beer, pound a beer, a bud. Not my favorite, but I could do it. And then just run around the track. Like, yeah. that's not hard to do. What, what's up with Lance? He just, I think he's lost his, his edge. Um, I, I Googled while we were talking about it, any New Jersey beer runs, and uh, I stumbled upon one that is done in Rahway, which is the state pri- the town of the state prison. So, no, I'm not going to be doing that. It's- that's where lockup. That's where Stallone's lockup was filmed. <laughs> is that is that a number? Is that quite a few exits away? It, I think it's like Central Jersey. It's irrelevant because I'm not I'm not running near a prison. <laughs> I just won't do you're that. Not, you're not going. There. No. Yeah, I don't do it. I don't. I don't need. I don't prisons. need to be like there for the one time 
you know, security <laughs> systems failed. I don't. <laughs> also, I'm running and I see some guys running next to me who are not part of the race. Yeah, that's probably that's a good plan. That's a that's a, you know what they call that, Ed? What? The gift of fear. <laughs> I've got a healthy you know? dose of that. I watched Oz. I don't. I don't want any part of the prison Exa- population. Yeah, you don't want you. You don't want to be bricked into a wall like Dylan McKay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the preacher. Yeah, they mor- they mortared him inside a wall alive. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that movie. I, I, I it's not that I was committing crimes, but that movie made me sure made sure that I was never going to commit a crime ever. Oh, for sure. Yeah, a lot of ass. Uh, okay, Ed, I've got a couple stories. We ta- we're talking about Christmas and yeah. how people celebrate, and apparently, a lot of goodwill towards man, right? <laughs> yeah, of course, except. In the Netherlands, <laughs> where part of their Christmas tradition means dressing up in blackface. <laughs> From the story, on the face of it, it's obvious why many outsiders find the Dutch Christmas time figure of Zwart Piet or Black Piet to be shockingly racist. Here's, here's a tradition, after all, in which white people don minstrel-like clothes, wear frizzy wigs, paint their mouths a garish red, and blacken their faces. It echoes all the worst iconography of America's troubled racial past. But many in the Netherlands don't see it that way, shockingly. (laughs) Generations of Dutch children frolic and dress up in the days ahead of December 5th. December 5th? Which yeah, is they, the they eve, get a, a real jump start on things. Apparently, which is the eve of the feast day of St. Nicholas. The Dutch forerunner to Santa Claus doesn't show up with elves and reindeer in tow, though. Sinterklaas, according to a popular 19th century Dutch story, is said to arrive on a steamship accompanied by a pack of swarthy piets, trickster figures who amuse crowds of children with candy and japes. I don't know what japes are. Yeah, it's probably something really racist that it's so racist we don't even know about it. Nothing's more racist than Zwart Pete, apparently. (laughs) Zwart Pete. Ed, is this the equivalent of us celebrating with a Trail of Tears-themed Christmas parade? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, kids, kids, get hey, your smallpox blankets. Yeah, everybody have our smallpox blanket. Uh, you know, knitathon. Where's your Where's your fire water, guys? It's time <laughs> to celebrate. Hey, let's 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 steal Manhattan for a couple slices of cheese and beads. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, you know what's going on. The Dutch, here? the Dutch get a free pass because of Amsterdam. Everybody thinks of Amsterdam. It's like, oh, they're so cool. They're so progressive. You know, you delve a little deeper. Remember, the Dutch are responsible for Heineken, which is fucking awful. And, you know, as beautiful as Van Gogh paintings are, the the Dutch are also responsible for a certain Joran Vandersloot. That's true. That's that's a good point. These people are monsters. Like, we, we give them a free pass, but they are terrible people. Yeah. Um, I, I have to agree. Have you been to Amsterdam, Ed? I, I have, and I had an unfortunate incident at the Anne Frank uh, house. Did you? Um, yeah, I was I, I was at the Grasshopper beforehand. Uh, I know the Grasshopper. Yeah. and the, Grasshopper's like three levels. Yeah, it's a whole lot of weed. Yeah, and And this group, th- these guys, there were like two or three guys, and they were probably around 40 and we were in college and they were like hey you guys here you know you're americans cool let's uh, we're, we're going to the Anne frank house or we said we're going to the Anne frank house after that i'm like yeah we're going too and then they became like guys who were hanging around with a couple of college guys and the dude opens up the window that probably hadn't been opened since like 1920 <laughs> and paint yeah. paint is chipping off and he leans out and cuz everybody we're all baked but like yeah. we're, we're still baked and respectful, right? Right. And the guy leans out over the canal, and he goes, "Townspeople, you gotta believe in Anne Frank." And like security whips him around. He's like, "You're with me, guys, aren't you?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I am fucking bugging out right now. Like I am high, and some fucking dude is like getting me into trouble at the Anne Frank house. And like I had to like hide in the corner 
of the Anne Frank house, so I didn't get removed with this guy. So, yeah. Yeah. It, for those of you that haven't been to Amsterdam, everyone should go there. But it's very sketchy. Like, it is, it is, feels very unsafe as you're walking around, and there's whores everywhere, yeah. and there's people selling heroin, and... Did you, it did, is, have, did you go to one of those sex shows? I went, I was ah. walking by, and one time when I was in Amsterdam, I was walking by, and this, a whole, like, British or Scottish, they had accents, rugby team, like, grabbed me, and they're like, dude, you're coming with us. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, we get a better, we get a discount rate, mate. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, come on. And they drug me in. I mean, you know, I went and checked it out. Yeah. Uh, to a live sex show. And those it are so weird. They're very clinical. So weird. Woman was doing things with a cigar I was, I was yes. not pleased with. Like, it was real unfortunate. I, I, I believe I saw a woman, like, fire a banana, like, into the third yes. row. Yes, and, like, guys are, are like, excited to, to go after it. Yes, he, yeah, I think, like, somebody took a bite of the banana. There was a lot of weird people from all sorts of different places. She she put a Sharpie in herself and wrote mm. on the guy's chest with it. No, no. Tremendous control. <laughs> and then two people come on stage and have like weird they do like a weird sort of dance like where they're actually yeah. boning. It's a, like a choreographed but there is full penetration. It's yeah, it's he, yeah. really it's really creepy and you feel kind of bummed out and you lose your buzz. It's it's not yeah. it's not a good scene. But not I mean sexy. Amsterdam is a cool town. It, it's cool in that you should check it out but also uncool in that like I don't know. There's a lot wrong with that place. And it is kind of funny because uh, everyone's stoned. It, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a good idea. At one point, I wrote, rented a moped. So yeah, I've oh, had yeah, I've had some bad experiences there. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, okay, well, yeah, apparently, and uh, let's not forget that the Dutch were like the big players in the slave trade back then. Yeah. Like the Dutch, we forget the Dutch had a huge empi- empire and they controlled the seas. And, and and maybe some people hear you hear you telling the story and you're thinking like, well, maybe it's not how they're describing. Google Washington Post, Post yes, look at the Dutch picture. Christmas, and the picture is is it's jarring. How how there racist? Is, it's like it's it's worse than a minstrel show kind of. Yes, ad. agreed. It is very. It's like shocking. It's hard to believe it's real. And it's and this it is year. Real. Yeah, 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 and that and current. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Ed, here's another one. FBI's most wanted cyber criminal caught out by pet cat pet cat password. Easy for me to say. Uh, I'll read you the story, Ed. A mastermind hacker has revealed how he was arrested when FBI detectives worked out his ridiculously easy to guess computer password. <laughs> the name of his pet cat followed by one, two, three. Jeremy Hammond, who is currently serving a 10-year bid, says he infiltrated dozens of U.S. government websites to expose and confront injustice. When agents armed with assault rifles raided his home in 2012, the hacktivist dashed to his bedroom to slam shut his encrypted Mac laptop. But he believes his rookie password mistake made it easy for agents to crack his encryption program and get the evidence needed to put him in pres- prison. Quote, my password was really weak, he told AP. <laughs> Chewy, one, two, three. The 29-year-old was convicted in 2013 of hacking into the U.S.-based security think tank Stratfor, whose clients include the U.S. Department of Home San- Homeland Security <laughs> And the Defense Department. Ed, what is the saddest part of the story? That an international cyber criminal had such a simple password? That an adult male owned a cat? Or that people were being hacked by a white guy with dreads? <laughs> that's that's the key one. I, I was hoping you'd get to that. Because as we've established, creative facial hair is like a huge red flag, but nothing Without question, nothing <laughs> is a bigger red flag than a white guy with dreads. And you look at this guy's picture. Oh, he's a white it's like guy Adam with dreads. Durst. Yeah, he's got like string. Like he can't grow fate, uh, a beard, but he's still trying. He's so he's trying. got like, 
stringy, like Fu Manchu looking thing, and his eyes are all red. He looks like he's been hanging out in Amsterdam. Yeah, he's real crunchy looking. And Very extremely crunchy. Yeah, and I hackers are fucking terrible. Like I worked with a hacker one time. I no, you didn't. Yeah, my my um, I had an internship in college at Merrill Lynch, but it was in like their systems department, and mm. so I worked with one of these like prodigy guys. I was twenty and in college on an internship, and this guy was twenty in that he was just this computer genius working there. And he yeah, told like me that, and he would say, like, this weekend, like, and we would ask the interns, like, we would just wanted to ask him what he was up to just as a joke. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, I got into the uh, White House security system this weekend because, and uh, it was cool. Like, I, I, I went to a hacker convention and we'd ask oh him why. God. And he would say, we do it to, to, like, to tell them they need to step up their game. And sometimes it's just fun to mess with people. And it's like, these are the guys that were picked on in high school. Who deserved yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, they didn't get picked on enough. Because yeah, if you're this a hacker, a douche. you're a hacker. You're a professional asshole. Like, yeah, agreed. You're, you're like one of those insult comics that aren't funny. Like you're just right. being a dick for being a dick purposes. Yeah, you're you're just an asshole. And they like to think that they're some sort of freedom fighters. Like, oh, we're just we're just making sure everybody's on top of their game. Like, no, you were just doing it to be an asshole because that's the one thing you have going for you because there's not one good-looking hacker. There's not one I, I hacker that has consistent sex. Maybe they paid no. for it every once in a while, but agree. But yeah, they're they're bad people. Totally agree. Got to agree with you there. Okay, Ed. Excellent job as always. We talk sports. We talk We talk sports, we talk cycling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, t- we we talked we talk global events. Absolutely. A lot Dutch. going on. We talk racism. Several racist stories really, today. We ran the gauntlet today. Yeah, Chuck Knobloch in the news, shockingly. Let's get to the real news. Of course I'm talking about what's happening in the world of celebrity pop culture, the real, the actual news that affects everyone's daily lives. We talk about it here in a segment we like to call Fancy Pop with our own pop culture correspondent, Fancy Sauce, who joins us now. How you doing, Fancy Sauce? Hey, Hey guys, I'm good. How you doing? Having fun? We are well, yeah. Have you have you ever been to Amsterdam? I have not. I've almost been. Do you know any yeah. do you know any Dutch people? I do. Are yeah. they crazy? My racist? best friends my be, my best friend's married to a Dutch guy. We need I don't to, know if he's racist. I think they might be. Our um our all of our mutual friend Danny Torrance has a Dutch boyfriend. Oh, that's right. Why not? So we need to ask her about what is going on with this. She needs like to Dutch, like real Dutch. Yeah, he's from the or ne- just like his, you know, his great great grandmother's from. No, he's he's no, he's legit. He's legit. He's, he's like from Van- the place. Vandersloot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So we gotta we'll ask, to- like, what, what, when, ev- when they get out the Christmas decorations, like, what's what's going on? Yes, <laughs> like totally. he, he gets out a noose. Yeah, we 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 got to find out what's going. They're a little too in to their heritage as slave traders. Apparently, <laughs> apparently so. I mean that's that has to be what that comes from, right, Ed? Well, what was isn't a steamship? I mean, it's it's as slave trading as possible. Yes, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yes, there's, I get, apparently, yeah, there's not there can't really hide that. Okay, Kate, what is going on? Ed and I, of course, we don't we we tackle them. Tough subjects, but you we do. need you to come in here and give us a heads up on what is I'll happening give you in the some world. Pr- perspective, some world perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make there's, us there's more no, well-rounded, please. There's yeah. no, there's no bachelors going on right no, now. There's no, sadly, this, is, this has been a t- real treat. Yeah, oh, Ed, yeah. Ed's I've been that. watching True Tory, and I've spared you the details. Oh, oh I've spared you yeah. the recaps, but I've, I'm watching it right there's, now. There's Ed. someone in my house. Is Michelle watching it? Oh, she loves it. She can't get enough. Tell her I'm. I'm Team True Tory as well. She, she loves, it. loves Love it. it. I think it's actually on tonight. I've, She's I've, probably watching it at this moment. Oh, jealous. I've unfortunately been subjected. <laughs> Brian to gets made to Tory watch it. That's true. And, and it is just as bad as you're picturing. <laughs> it is really. Dean really is so insufferable. Fucking horrible, 
hair. No, it's television. great. It's great. It's great TV. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's what get is, started. What's going on in the world of pop Okay. This story involves two of my favorite things, Taylor Swift beefs and stupid baby names. Oh. Um, do, you, do you guys know the DJ Diplo who's dating Katy Perry uh, at the I moment? I do know Diplo. He's one of, he's, I often use him when I want to make fun of DJs on Twitter because he has the shortest name, Diplo. Right. Um, Easy for you to remember. He's a white guy, DJ, and he wears a suit. That's true. And he makes like $70 million a year, and he just stands on stage with his MacBook. He's a producer as well. He produces a lot of... He holds the headphones to one ear, and he just kind of like does this. (laughs) That's what every DJ does, right? Yes, I know. And they make only what he does. They make so much He's a big producer as well. Yes. Okay, anyway, so he's dating Katy, Ed, Katy Perry. Ed, they make all the money. He's recently had a baby with his ex-girlfriend, not Katy Perry. That's, and, a, that's a baller. And play, they've, the they've named the baby Laser Lee. Wait, presumably Kate, with after, Katy Perry? She had no, a baby? With, with, oh. I guess he knocked his ex-girlfriend up, okay. split up with her, is dating Katy Perry, and then now the baby's come with and, the ex-girlfriend. With the name what? Laser Lee. Two Laser. words. Laser Lee. He's... And, and the big he's, reveal being the big what? reveal being is that he's got an electro proj- side project called Major Laser. So it's like he's like promoting his his thing. Yeah, right. he's with the baby's that's name. That's like that's like if you're yeah. in Metallica naming your kid Metallica. Yeah, Master of Puppets McGee. Yeah, yeah. Kill, it, kill them all, Beckner. That's the first part of my story. Oh. Diplo's also been in the news of late after tweeting. Someone should make a Kickstarter to get Taylor Swift a booty and then set up a Kickstarter, tweeting a link to it. That's pretty funny. So then... um, It's also very malicious. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was just kind of out of the... But don't forget that his girlfriend, Katie, and Taylor are embroiled in a big beef at the moment. That's true. Oh, that's I forgot. That's the Super Bowl one you brought up? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, So Taylor's unlikely BF, musician Lord... Do you know who she is? I know, Brian. I know of her. I, I don't know what okay. she says. She, she got in the mix and responded with a Diplo dist tweeting, should we do something about your tiny penis while we're at it? Whoa. Yeah, that's that's a low blow. And then Diplo retweeted that tweet, adding, the moment you realize she's a high school student. Yeah. Burn, uh, dude. D- see, Diplo's not that good at Twitter. Not really. And- but, I mean, you know. We're coming up with a name. I mean, if you're, right. if you're going with a fake name, you could pick anything, right? And he yeah. picked Diplo? Dip, well, that's better than Deadmau5. I mean, really. I don't know. It kind of sounds like Download, Diplo. It's kind of catchy. It's easy hey, to remember. That's why you use it all the time. Hey, raise your you, hand if you you've, you've ever been in a club where Boy George was a DJ. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been around. Kate's raising her hand. DJs. <laughs> I anyway, was at the I Ministry hope this- of Sound with with Boy George once upon a time. Is, it, oh, is that sweet. in London? Yes, that yeah. was that was when I was twenty. And yeah, yeah I, was, I used to I was that trying, club up too. I was trying to get I was trying years. to get action. Then I realized like no no ass is worth worth uh, house music. No, agreed. <laughs> so I hope this beef continues to escalate until at, at least Laser Lee's old enough to weigh in. This is a tough one. I wanted to go on. both of these people are terrible people. I, I really dislike Taylor Swift. What do you have against Diplo? I don't, I don't really, I don't know. I mean, he's a guy that wears a suit and he's a DJ. I don't I mean, know much about really, him. That's not enough. I his name is Diplo. That's not cool. He's got a stupid name, <laughs> Diplo. I do, he's got a couple things that make me take his side. First of all, Calling him out for having a small dong. If he actually has a small dong, very low blow. Well, she wouldn't know that. She might have heard. But I Maybe. Sh- I'm I, sure Diplo swings it around. Listen, you can you can own having a small dong. I've this I've made a too, lifetime of it. This is two young girls like having a go like back and forth with yes. one of their arch with one of their arch nemesis's like boyfriend. Diplo is like my age. It's really. I feel like it's Katy Perry speaking yes. through her boyfriend to Taylor. Uh, I will say this: that something that has me on Diplo's side, mm-hmm. having having your ex girlfriend drop your kid while you already have a new girlfriend is fucking baller. <laughs> it as is hell. pretty baller. It is. It is a baller move. <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady pulled that. That's true. He like, did. Just, Bridget Moynihan. Yeah. Like, hey, Giselle, we're, we're up, breaking up yeah. while you're knocked up. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. 
Uh, that's that's pretty baller. Billy Crudup did Billy, it Billy to Mary Louise yeah. Parker. Younger, yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's a move. It's baller. So I'm I'm Team Diplo here, like sort of. Yeah, Team Diplo. I'm Team Diplo too. I'm also I'm- Team Deadmau Five. <laughs> You've now referenced the two DJs that I think, you know. I know one more. Stringer okay. Bell. Uh, uh, Idris Elba is a, a DJ. That he is? Count. So is no. Paris Hilton. That doesn't count. No, no, no. But w- when I when I was over there this summer, there were big announcements. Like, he would be performing all weekend at places. Like, he, that's that's what up. he does these days. Oh, really? Shut yeah, he's like, he's see like him. way into it. And I, How so weird funny. is it to see him speak with an English accent? Uh, well, he's, he's been in some good shit with an English accent too. I know, but it's still kind of weird. Um, I know I'm going to say another DJ right now. Watch. Skrillex. Yep. Hold on. He was on, he was on Stern this week. (laughs) I already know what you're going to say. Don't don't try to jump me on these. Okay. (laughs) Here, I'll say another one. Testio. Tiesto. What'd I say? Testio. Oh, I got, I got one. Tiesto. I got one. Testio. Uh, What's yours, Ed? David Guetta or Guerra? Oh, yeah, David Guetta. Guetta. That's my jam. That's <laughs> Look David, at this. They, they discussed, you know Calvin Harris, They yeah. discussed oh. David Guetta in uh, in uh, Pitch Perfect. That's my jam. I, I don't know what... Brian loves Pitch what, Perfect, Pitch and he can't Perfect. wait for Pitch Perfect 2 yeah, to come out. That's true. Oh, I don't know on. what that is. I've thought of another yeah. one. It's because you don't have any girls. It's a movie. It's a oh, movie I'm that if you had a daughter, you would have seen by now. Hold on. I've thought of another one. Avicii. <laughs> Avicii might be your favorite. I can't believe it took you that long to bring him up. Are we you, going? Yeah, yeah. I could go. I could go well into the night, but maybe this is the worst part of our show in the history of our show. <laughs> you know more DJs? <laughs> well, I could go hip hop. I could go Funk Master Flex. That doesn't count. Cool doesn't DJ count. Red Alert. We can, no, we can keep that going. Doesn't count. Master J. Yeah. Um. I. Okay, what, DJ Expert. Grandmaster Flash. You guys have seen lots of DJs. One time I was at I was at a club in Vegas. Uh-huh. And one of my buddies, the same guy, the same guy from the Tour de France. What club was it? What club were you at? Rehab. And so embarrassing. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, I and hope so. The, uh, my, Did you have your true religion jeans on buddies, by no, the it's pool? A date, it's a date. I had my trunks on. Uh, my buddy's like, dude, this DJ's going off, and I legitimately I turned and looked at him and I said, "How can you tell?" <laughs> Like I would was, like to know if he was going out. Was, I would like to be able to discern that. I, was I, this I the know. same buddy that watched Tour de France? Yes, yeah, the same guy. Uh, of course, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's the same dude. Uh, okay, great DJ discussion here. Yeah, excellent. If there's anyone still listening, congratulations. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. You made these, it. These My, two DJ experts have hijacked do, Fancy Pop. We're talking hip hop. I do have a favorite DJ. DJ High Tech. Like, from Word. Yeah. He's my new favorite DJ. Yeah. High tech is, he's dope. Yeah. Okay. Kate, next story. I want to talk about possibly two of the worst celeb spawn out there right now. Ooh, you like know this. who I'm talking like about? Jaden and Willow Smith. No? Okay. Um, did either of you read their interview in T Magazine? I tried to read it. I Ed, did you see it? I saw maybe uh, some headlines and some comments, but I, I can't bear to, to even consider anything that family puts out these days. I mean, it it was so bizarre. It, it has me convinced that there may be definitely Scientologists and definitely assholes, like maybe the biggest yes. assholes talking a whole lot of rubbish because there's literally nothing worse than privileged teens waxing about existential philosophies yes, and just yes. absolute We're, bullshit. Yes. It was crazy. They, they've it, been, they've I want to read you some excerpts. Totally. They've been empowered to think that their thoughts matter. And there's right. nothing worse you can do to a teenager. That's true. So here's some excerpts. Okay, let's hear. Willow, when asked um, if it feels like time is going fast for them, replies... I mean, time for me, I can make it go slow or fast, however I please, and that's how I know it doesn't exist. Oh, that sounds like, I, I don't know what the tenets so of, much of that Scientology, kind of but it sounds like Scientologist kind of stuff. And then on her music. It sounds like Willow is a fucking asshole. Go on. On her music. And the feeling of being like, this is a fragment of a holographic reality oh, that a higher consciousness no. made. That's what she says about her own her own music. Jaden on fuck knows what says, 
Because your mind has a duality to it. So when one thought goes into your mind, it's not just one thought. It has to bounce off both hemispheres of the brain. When you're thinking about something happy, you're thinking about something sad. When you think about an apple, you also think about the opposite of an apple. It's a tool for understanding mathematics what? and things with two separate realities. What is the opposite so of an apple? bonkers. It's so fucking bonkers. As what much as I want them to go away... I don't know. I don't like know. Like a 45 you tell me. pound plate? Or like no nothing. fucking idea. Nothing. Or an orange? Nothing. Like what? It could be anything. I, I got a question. Is or not? I got a statement. I didn't realize that this kid could do anything worse than be a human being named Jaden. <laughs> and I was wrong. Or be in that movie with his dad. Uh, Pro- what was it? Kid? Project Earth or one of those. Well, first of all, he made the... Well, what didn't he... Battlefield Earth? No, he was he was in a movie like an apocalypse post apocalyptic movie with his dad, and Will Smith turned oh, down yeah. the role of Django so he could be in this movie with his son, and it was just a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, and yeah. you know I saw some people um, defending it in some way, going, you know what? If you put a microphone in front of me when I was in high school, no, it no. I I listen. I had a lot of thoughts that I yeah. I definitely thought the world was more black and white. And you know, my stances soften on things, but I was never this big of an asshole. Never. Agreed. No one was. Agreed. So as much as I want them to go away, I also want them to keep saying crazy shit, being huge assholes, because there's nothing more entertaining. Like, I'm going to have to reread that interview again. It's there, unbelievable. Yeah, because th- now they're, they have carte blanche to, like, keep talking. Oh yeah, like and no one tells them to shut the fuck up. Someone will eventually. And here's 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 the the final word on on the Karate Kid remake. Mm-hmm. The movie's no good because the main characters there's no chance of sex. You can't watch a middle school relationship <laughs> and really give a shit about anybody involved. I have to agree. With I have to agree with you too. Like that that was that's you know Elizabeth Shue and Ralph Macchio. It was awkward and all, but like they could be together. A, a yeah. bunch of sixth graders. Who gives a shit? Kick his ass. Who cares? L- Lizzie Shue was exotic back let's, then. Let's yeah. save our Karate Kid talk yeah, she for. Was, we, she was that's that's what I call a tease. We just teased him. Yeah, we got also, plenty to say. <laughs> she pull, she pulled those Esprit jeans up real high. Yeah, she did. She went high waist. She went. It was uh, a style. Like she went mom. She went yeah, mom look. Sure. Mom style. <laughs> Okay, Kate, next story. Okay, so Ray J apparently is still clocking a lot of dollars from his sex tape with Kim Kardashian since her paper magazine spread. The one the one with the hashtag break the internet where she's all, oil, you know what I'm talking about, and she's all oiled up, yes. photoshopped. Yes, I know. Um, apparently the star, I guess if you can call him a star, typically earns 90 grand every three months from his deal with Vivid. It's now the biggest selling celebrity sex tape ever. Ed, he gets thirty grand a month. <laughs> I've, I've asked one you, time. I've asked he you this himself. many times. Yes. How? I've watched He's, the movie. I've watched it. I've never paid a dime. How are people getting people paid are. for porn this day? People, and age? I don't know. Because vi- Vivid package it and sell it. To you know people. what they do? You know what I bet they do? Hotel rooms. Yeah, yeah that, people. Lots of you're probably right. Unless yes. you're staying at a Marriott. You go on the TV. Do Marriott's not have porn? Marriott's don't. Well, they didn't. They may now. But it was like a, I, I think they're owned by Mormons and they were anti-porn for oh, a long time. okay. If you go to a hotel, there's porns on the TV that you can order. And I guarantee you that this Kim Kardashian thing is one of yeah, them. Yeah, you're probably right. So yeah, he got a big bump from that paper magazine spread she did. With and a bunch he, of wait, nudes. one other question. What is yeah. paper magazine? Had anyone ever heard of it until the other day? I have. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, I follow it on Instagram. Yeah. What, what is it? It's like a culture magazine. Yeah. Really? Like I've never heard of it once. Art and shit. Celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, it's around. Okay. All right. I stand corrected. Yeah. Okay, we've got a Bill Cosby update. Um, in an interview uh-huh. th- with Weekend Edition host Scott Simon, who was asking him about the rape allegations, you know, kept asking him. And he refused to answer. I he mean, sat there and shook his head and remained Scott silent. Scott Simon asked him like such a pussy. Like he he asked him, but he sort of didn't. He's like, it, of course, Mr. Cosby, a man. it brings me no pleasure to ask this question. But yeah, and oh, being forced to. But a lot of people have mentioned. Have been a lot of allegations have come forward. 
and about you and your raping. You've done a lot of raping. Like he, yeah. he barely That's asked terrible. the guy, and and you could tell by the way he asked him that it was a one question thing. That yeah. All Bill Cosby had to do was be like, just brush him off. Look, I don't know about that bullshit. I'm just here to talk about my comedy or whatever, being old or being better than everybody else. And he would not have asked a follow-up question. And then it wouldn't have been as much of a story. But Bill Cosby had to get all expectations has run out on these crimes. Yeah. So this is this is getting interesting because now Couple more NBC people. was about to give him a sitcom. They've and been developing a, a show for him, and Netflix um, had been in talks with him to include him in a um, stand-up special. Yeah. Um, so it's all catching up with him now. I mean, w- it would be unfortunate if, if he were wrongly accused, but if I were wrongly There's accused, a lot of I'd be coming on out. the fucking top of the tallest of building yelling be to everybody that would fucking listen that yeah. I didn't do what these people are saying I did. And it's kind of like more and more women are, are coming out with stories. And, yeah. and some of them aren't like they, you know, some of just like he was sexually inappropriate. He was very forceful. You know, it's not always something happened, but there's so many stories of. of 14, I think, is the yeah, number now. That's so. a lot. Okay, moving on. Poor, unwell Amanda Bynes has apologized for the remarks she made about yeah. murdering her parents, um, including slitting her dad's throat. <laughs> Um, in some very disturbing audio tapes TMZ got a hold of last weekend that show a very unstable and kind of scary person. Um, her roommates apparently recorded her um, nice you know, roommates. talking about this yeah. and sold them to TMZ. Um, so they really took advantage of her. Um, and she has released a statement saying, I'm sorry I trusted people who clearly were not my friends and capitalized on my illness. I'm doing my best to get better. Um, hopefully that's true. Um, there just seems to be at least one incident a week with Amanda lately. Let he among us who has not written a sorry I threatened to slit your throat dad card. <laughs> it's time. Cast the first stone. Right. Okay? I'm with you, girl. I get it. <laughs> um, so that's 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 where that's at. Wow. Poor Amanda Bynes. Uh, okay, next story, Kate. Um, this one's for you, Ed. Oh, Ed. Okay. Oh. Um, last you. night, at, or whenever it was at the Hollywood Film Awards, whatever that is, oh, um, yes. a very drunk Johnny Depp got up and introduced um, the Shep Gordon documentary. Like, he was wasted. He could barely stand up. He was swaying and slurring his words. Just now. You know, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> you need to go I, watch a video. It's so funny. I, I, uh, I want to introduce this uh, latest <laughs> documentary. Uh, I'm feeling very affected by the fact that I'm living in the south of France, and uh, I prefer not to talk about 21 Jump Street anymore. <laughs> what now? If you're real drunk, do you do you have to balance? Like, do you have to move some bracelets from one side to the other to counterbalance? <laughs> That's right. Do you have to have like, That's right. four yeah. scarves in the front, yeah. two uh, in the back? Like, yes, like, and he forgot like to, to do move. that. And I, the bracelets on one arm were kind of like, like pulling dragging, him down, yes. dragging him down. Yeah, I need, I need to move the bracelets and the dream catcher to the other side. <laughs> Um, it's a pretty funny video. I wish there were more celebs would make drunk intros. Yeah, like it a, used to be okay to just get wasted. Like people would go on hey, with Dean a Martin, highball on the Tonight Show. Dean Martin made a living doing that, and he wasn't even really drunk. I love yeah, Dean he was Martin. pretending. Yeah, you love Dean Martin. Yeah, who doesn't? He's who awesome. Who doesn't? I don't know. Yeah. Ain't that a kick in the head? There you go. That's my that's my that's pop it? culture oh. news report for this week, you guys. Excellent job, as always, thank Kate. You, thank great, you. great stories, great news. I love the news. Yeah, the, news is, news. the news is important, you guys. Yeah, and that's I, right, important news. I probably have never said this before, but man, God, we all sounded really good looking this week. I have to agree it's with true. you, Ed. As always, you are correct. This is a handsome, handsome Sexy group of individuals Mm -hmm. that works on this show. Um, So true, Kate. I don't know if you heard, but no show next week. We get we're going to take the week off next week. Oh, okay. There's an American holiday, Kate. Yeah, yeah. Where we another one where we celebrate. Can't keep up. Where we came to this country. We had all these. Oh, the one where we came and slaughtered all these dudes from. Oh no, this was this is post slaughter when we ate corn and turkey. 
That's right. After yeah. what, what was the celebration initially for? For surviving the harsh did winter. You, did you notice did, when we heard when we were talking about the atrocities of Americans that Australian accent got real thick? Oh yeah, it came right out. Yeah, yeah. she's like, I'm gonna, Represent. I'm gonna separate the fuck out of myself. She's, she, <laughs> see, the Europeans also started her country, but they did it with all their prisoners. What? Well, it's a prison colony. Sure, it's a prison colony. She's, she's asserting her superiority right. with her. That's right. With her right. In her, in her country, accent. they celebrate by letting Jacko and uh, <laughs> Paul Hogan and uh, right. Men at Work have a seance. yeah. Who's serious? Yeah, yeah, who's serious? <laughs> and exactly. and they ha- and every year they celebrate the passing of their president, Steve Irwin. Oh yeah, President Steve Irwin. Bindi, Bindi leads Very leads funny. a national Bindi. prayer. Bindi and Bob. <laughs> uh, okay, we will we will rally up with episode fifty two weeks from today. Oh, we're that's two, a big one. Yes, we're skipping the Thanksgiving week. Everyone, enjoy your holiday. Listen to me on the radio. I'll probably do something about Thanksgiving this week. Um, So check me out on the Travis Rogers Show on Yahoo Sports Radio, Fridays at 1030 Pacific Time. Uh, Until next time, I'm Brian Beckner for Ed Daly for Fancy Sauce. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye.